What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of How to Love a Battered Woman. I know I have been missing. I know that there has been a lot of stuff going on, and I kind of just fell off the map podcast-wise since January. Um, I got really, really sick, and then I have been dealing with chronic fatigue. I have been dealing with a lot of stuff, so I apologize for that. But y'all, I got some tea to spill for you today. So we're going to get into the intro and then we're going to get into spilling some tea. Let's go. All right, you guys. So I don't know if you know, but I got engaged on March 19th and I am so ecstatic. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would get here. Um, and I just never thought that, I mean, I thought that I would get here. I thought that that would become a thing. Um, but I'm also feeling a little bit of, uh, what is it called? I would space out right now. So I've been feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I want to tell you guys why I've been feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome. Because I think that it's kind of normal when you are coming from unhealthy, abusive relationships and you're in a healthy relationship and certain things transpire. And so you start to feel a little bit different and you start to look at yourself a lot different. So I've been feeling like very, very much imposter syndrome. And if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it means that you don't think you're qualified for what it is that you are doing. Like, am I really qualified to be a wife, y'all? Like that, you know what I'm saying? I have done years of therapy, three years of therapy. In fact, I'm still in therapy. I talked to my therapist last week. I've actually been doing premarital pre counseling myself because I just kind of had a feeling that this was coming and I wanted to check in with myself and I wanted to make sure that I was doing the right things and making sure that I was working on being kinder to myself. And I just didn't think it would happen this soon. And I am a whole fiance, y'all. I am about to be a wife. And so these are the things that I did to get myself ready and prepped to be somebody's wife. I've seen a lot of comments on some of my videos. I've seen a lot of people say, you know, along the lines of like, oh, I'm never going to get that. I'm never going to get there. And I think that's one of the things that's stopping a lot of people from getting to that abundance of love and and being able to manifest that and because you're not being gentle with yourself so one of the biggest things i've been working on is being gentle with myself i've been, been being very very nice to myself except for when it comes to feeling like i have imposter syndrome feeling like i am not qualified to be anybody's wife but i think the biggest parts of that come with the feeling like Am I missing any red flags? Were there any red flags that popped up that I wasn't paying attention to? Like, is he really who he says he is? Is he really as nice as he gives off that he is? And I can feel it in my whole entire body that he is 100% who he says that he is. Y'all, this man breathes so much love into me. He breathes so much light into me. He is the light at the end of the tunnel. He is someone that, 
cherishes me, looks at me for guidance, looks at me for inspiration. He looks at me as if I am his whole entire world. And that is something that I've never, ever experienced before in my life. Like this man moves with me. Like we guide together. It's very, um, it's very poetic. It's very, um, the, the, it's chemistry. And sometimes that fucks with me a little bit because I'm like, is this love bombing? Like, am I being love bombed? But that's, that's an unfair thing to say about him because I know that's not happening. So I just take a look back at a lot of things. I do a lot of self-reflection. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of thinking to myself and realizing that I have put in the hard work, the hardest work on myself for the last three years and three years out of an abusive relationship, a narcissistically abusive relationship. And I am, I'm killing it. I'm fucking killing it. And this is exactly, um, you know, what... I'm supposed to be doing. This is who I'm supposed to be with. Um, and this is absolutely where I'm supposed to be at in life. And I think that that is amazing. And I think that it's special. And I just think that I can't believe I am here where I'm at in my life and in this relationship. And I can't believe I'm sharing this with you guys. And I just wanted to be something that you guys can take a look back at and say, damn, I can really make this happen. This can really happen for me. I've been able to heal. Um, healing isn't linear, though, but I've, I feel like I've really, truly been able to heal and get myself to a place where I can not only not only accept love, but give love and trust that that love will be received. And I can trust that that love will not be taken for granted. And I can trust that that love will not try and destroy me like it has done in the past, which goes to show that that wasn't love in the past. That wasn't anything in my past that accurately resembles what love is for me right now. And I want to be able to show you guys that you can survive this. When I say there is love after abuse, there is love after abuse. And I mean every single word of that. And I want you guys to take this and hold on to it and look at it and see the things that I do, see the things that I've done to get myself to the place where I am right now. Because I love you guys so much and you guys deserve to be all over social media with your handout talking about he did that or they did that or she did that, whoever you're with, because you guys deserve that just as much as I deserve that. But when I say that, you know, I feel like I've been struggling with imposter syndrome, I think that I feel that way because I still have that voice in the back of my head hearing you know an ex say that you need to work on yourself you need to heal you're not ready da, 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 da. and a part of me is like am i healed like am i ready to accept this and receive this am i ready to be 100 percent in a relationship with somebody for the rest of my life and that's not me being gentle with myself that's me 
being critical of myself and that's me allowing those other voices into my head when I know that I'm ready for this because I have put in the work, I've done the work, and I have given more of myself now than I ever have in my past in any of the things that I do, especially in therapy, especially owning up to you know, certain behaviors that I do and wanting to work on certain things. And I think that's what brought me to be rewarded of being proposed to, of someone looking at me and wanting to spend the rest of their life with me. But additionally, I also think that it is equally important to note and point out that I have also um, given him the space that he needs to heal given him the space so that he can come to me, rely on me, talk to me, and he can have a safe space in general. And a lot of men are often not afforded that because sometimes as women, I will say it, we do not do the work on ourselves and we take out um, our pain and the things that we're experiencing in our past on them instead of doing the work. Um, and we often, sometimes we can get in our own way. And so I think that it's equally important to know that I have done that work as well, that I have done the work to give him the space of asking him, what does he need from me? How can I help you? How are you feeling instead of it being a hundred percent about me? And that's difficult because a lot of the time the relationship is about me because I struggle with chronic illness. I, I battle it every single day, especially these last couple of months. I've been bedridden. I have been laid up in my bed in excruciating pain, tired or sad and depressed because I'm just in so much pain. And so still being able to credit myself and saying that I have given him the space, the safe space that he needs to be able to be who he really is as well. So I'm very, very excited and um, yeah, I just, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about this. I thought that it was important that we discussed a little bit of what I'm feeling as far as the imposter syndrome, because I just, I don't know. I was just like, am I really ready for this? Like, am I, is this something that I'm truly ready for? And I already feel so different. And I think it's just because I'm allowing myself to really, 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 truly be very, very happy and I'm allowing myself to feel that happiness and not be afraid that that happiness is going to be taken away from me. Um, and then I'm just looking at it from a standpoint and the viewpoint of I've been in, in intensive therapy. I was in intensive therapy for two straight years and I met Tyler a year and a half into my three years of therapy in general. So I met him halfway through. But I was in a place where I knew that I could identify red flags. I knew that I could give myself a voice and speak up, even though I was I was terrified. I knew that I was in a place where I would be able to um, speak my mind and be able to let him know if something was wrong and not be afraid of the repercussions. So I knew that once I got to that place where I could trust my body and listen to what my body was saying and what my body did when I was around any man or woman that I was attracted to. And with Tyler, it just never, my body's never tensed up. My body's never been afraid. My body has never felt anything that he wasn't the right person for me to be around. 
So I knew that after years of therapy and, and doing the hard work, I knew that I was I knew that I was on the right path and where exactly where I'm supposed to be um, in love and in life. And I really thought it was going to be like, you know, another year or two for him to propose. So for him to do it during Women's History Month. OK, let's go, baby. Like during Women's History Month at that. <laughs> um, so I'm just all smiles and I, I can't wait to take you guys on this journey with me. This podcast now might turn into a little bit of a diary session um, when I'm coming and just talking to you guys and telling you what my thoughts are and, and how I'm prepping and how I'm getting myself ready and how I'm preparing myself mentally and emotionally. And I'm so excited to share with you Battered Hearts. So I'm sorry that I have been MIA. Hopefully I will have more answers soon when it comes to my medical situation and I will be able to get back out here and provide you guys with the best possible content ever and give you such a different look and different aspects of my life that um, you guys haven't really gotten a chance to see before, especially this like super giddy, super happy. Like I was happy before, obviously, but I kind of shielded that a little bit. Um, but I'm going to let myself fucking feel this because I deserve to fucking feel this happiness. Um, and I just cannot wait to share that with you guys. I'm so, so excited to share this with you guys. So anyway, you all, thank you for tuning in to How to Love a Battered Woman, the podcast. I will be back again very, very soon. So stay tuned for the next episode. And as I always say, what is it? What do I say? I, I know y'all can't answer me, but y'all better know. Y'all better know what it is. Y'all better drink some water, get some rest, and don't let nobody's dusty ass child treat you any kind of way. Period. I love you, Battered Hearts. Bye.